The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by Unity.org. Discover the transformative power of inner voice, a tarot deck of affirmations. Explore your true self, seek guidance, and find empowerment through ancient wisdom and modern insight. To learn more, visit go.unity.org forward slash tarot. In this episode, we talk about authenticity versus appropriateness. I mean, is authenticity just overrated? Or is appropriateness underrated? I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. All right. Oh, okay. Still, we weren't on. We're on. Is this All right. On? Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. All right. So it's very exciting because more people are coming out of the woodworks from the OG listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did I use that right? As they say, <laughs> the kids these days. <laughs> OG. OG. Uh, I think I learned that from you, actually. I learned it from the internet. So anyways. Yeah. So we just want to give a shout out to Dale. Yes. Thanks, Dale, for the comments. Thanks for the comments. And to also uh, Queen. Queen was uh, Queen is Dyke Diane. That was her handle. <laughs> <laughs> but Diane, ha- Diane and Kathy, and Kathy right? yeah. have been together for a while, and they are a wonderful couple. And um, one year, actually, quite recently, maybe it was about two years ago or so, they sent the most hilarious X-rated <gasps> horse Christmas card. And that's all we will say about that. Uh, in classic, <laughs> in classic OG lesbian style. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to Karen. It's so nice to hear from you again, Karen, and Holland as well. So many wonderful things happening for Holland in Holland's life. And to Myra, you know, she was one person we heard from who was having trouble leaving comments on That's the right. blog. Um, so we apologize if anybody has tried to leave comments on our blog, like show notes for this podcast. We would love your comments. Uh, but Please we have again. to imagine <laughs> that if Myra was having a problem and she contacted us, we have to imagine that there are other people who having had the problems. same experience and did not contact us. So at this moment, we are working on getting that resolved. I have faith that it will be resolved by the time you're hearing this. So and Ken, these comments are welcome. Ken had problems and then he stopped having problems. <laughs> so That's a good life. That sounds like life there. <laughs> but anyways, so... Uh, Myra, she didn't have any other handle, did she? Well, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You guys got to check out her her Instagram. She's an incredible artist. Oh, my gosh. Uh, She specializes in uh, what is this pencil, right? Pencil, Mm -hmm. extremely realistic pencil drawings of animals. She does animal portraits. Um, So check out her Instagram. Her handle is mnitodesigns1, the number one. So m N-A-I-T-O, Designs 1. And she actually one year gave me a picture 
of cumin, mm-hmm. cumin arquette, cumin, and it was it seriously like it captured cumin so well. Mm-hmm. Her eyes, and we recently commissioned uh, Myra for a gift for someone, and she's she did an exceptional job. Yeah, it's, she really it really is a gift. Yeah, it's a can, really and it's a really special like gift idea. Like if it you is true. if you know someone yep. who like really just loves their animal, right, loves their pet. I mean, and if you want to spoil them and give them something that's super super special, Myra, go see Myra. Yeah. All right. Uh, another thing we wanted to share is that we recently started sending out e-newsletters again. So if you are not on our email list, please sign up for it. Consider signing up for it. Um, we will be sending one out weekly. That's a plan. Uh, with each podcast. Anyway. With each podcast. But it's not like, you know, we're going to be sending it all the time. You know, sometimes, like some emails, I get one every day. Yeah. No, we're not going to do that. Oh right. my God. Right. That's why I'm letting them know. We don't like, it's not like we're going to be, you know, yeah. sending bazillion emails. No. So anyways, if you'd like to sign up on our list, we'll have the link, uh, the links on our website, but we'll have it also in the show notes. All right. Shall we move on to the topic of the day? Drum roll. Yeah. Okay. So authenticity, is it overrated? Or is appropriateness underrated? I would say but yes to both of those. I think in our culture, the reason we wanted to, to talk about this is because um, we feel like today's, in today's culture, being authentic or authenticity is overvalued and it's narrowly defined, I think. I um, think that second part is so important. Yeah, and it's a big topic. I, you know, this is not like a philosophy course. So we're, <laughs> I know we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do our best to express in as clear and concise terms as possible how we feel about it. But we think it's a topic that doesn't get discussed very much at all. So we wanted to. So when I I'm saying okay, today's cult in today's culture, authenticity is just so overvalued. I think the way that ex- that I see that is. The assumption seems to be that as long as something is, quote, authentic, or as long as somebody is being, quote, authentic, then, hey, it's totally okay to do or say whatever you're doing or saying, because, hey, you're being authentic, right? You're being real, know. you know, and you got to respect that. And, hey, that, as if authenticity is the only and, and the highest value, Right. And as if authenticity is only being uh, concerned with yourself as an individual and how you feel as an individual and how things affect you in the very short term. Right. So, okay. And And that's it for the podcast today. No, but that's totally true. And I think that, you know, it will swing, right? So before it, w- it was all about, you know, be authentic, find your authentic voice, find yourself. And all of those things are still very relevant. And they always will be relevant because as we grow, I think our authenticity shifts and changes. 
It yes, grows with think, us. And I think it is important. And I think it, it is important. It, it is a high value authenticity. Right? But I think it, I think what you're saying is that it has swung all the way to one end where it's authenticity at all costs. Right. And what we're and sacrificing. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. what we're sacrificing is a sense of decorum, of nobility, mm-hmm. of right. appropriateness, of consideration right. for other people besides yourself as an individual, mm-hmm. right? Consideration for, um, the people that you're speaking with, your community, consideration for even future generations mm-hmm. and the social climate that you are creating by your extreme authenticity. Right. <laughs> and that's where our, you know, our stance on appropriateness being underrated, mm-hmm. that's where that comes in because, you know, for a lot of, a lot of this uh, kind of the climate Prior, it's been that being appropriate puts you in a box. And when you, you say know, climate being prior, appropriate, are you talking about like previous generations? Yeah, just how you know you we've well, I I was raised that way. So my grandparents raised me, and everything had to do with how you sat, how you looked, how you're, you know, which forty you use. <laughs> well, not not not. To, this is Hawaii, so not not to which that. chopsticks you use, yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, but it kind of when we decided to talk about this, I know that I felt like appropriateness. Like, oh God, I've been appropriate all my goddamn life, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, the. You've been there, done that with appropriateness. The strive for authenticity Mm. is the thing that is, that still lights me up, Mm. you know, and for, and for my lens, it feels like more about, okay, am I sacrificing my authenticity Mm. because my paradigm is about, wait, you have to be appropriate, Ah. be appropriate first, Ah. then see how your authenticity fits in, if it fits in at all. Mm. So I know I'm working more on the, um, uh, still the balance, like always the balance, what we will t- yeah, you know, always the talk balance. more about in a little bit, but appropriateness feels like that comes a little bit more easy for me, but I do gotcha. feel, I do feel that it is underrated. I, I, I will say that. In, in this current social climate, yes. right? Political. I feel like appropriateness has just okay. kind of gone out the window mm-hmm. um, and we do need to bring that back, mm-hmm. you know? That's funny cause, because I feel like the way I was raised, uh, I feel like for for whatever reason, because I don't, I don't see my parents as being like really have having inculcated me with the value of authenticity. My parents, I mean, I, I feel like they're very straight-laced, conservative. You know, my dad's a staunch Republican to this day. Uh, so I don't know exactly maybe where I got this. But or may, you know what it was? Maybe it was just the town that I grew up in. Because the town that I grew up in was a very small town, blue-collar place, where there's a pride taken in a hard day's work and don't put on airs. Right, like in Hawaii, mm. um, when we were growing up, the the slang for that was "hey, no act," meaning <laughs> "hey, don't put on airs, don't act, just 
be who you are, you know, mm. don't put on an act. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe that's where I got this, this value of like, hey, it, authenticity is the highest thing. And I think the way that I express that or I, I tried to live that value <laughs> was uh, through, I think, the choice of clothes that I wore, which was like, I didn't give a flying beep, you know, about like, I'm just going <laughs> to wear a shirt until it has holes in it. And and if somebody's going to judge me about it, then, hey, that just, you know, they're just being judgmental and I'm just being authentic. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm, OK, I'm being pretty extreme in describing it, but I think that was my automatic knee jerk reaction to the idea of trying to really, you know, trying to dress up mm, and trying mm-hmm, to, you know, mm-hmm. really uh, look put together and look sharp, you know, and I think I had a n- n- resistance to that because I automatically was suspicious of that because, oh, you're being inauthentic. But see, you, you know, know what's strange about that to me is that your parents are sharp. I know that's you know, what I mean. It's like I can't. I can't. Well, they, you know, <laughs> yeah. they have a beautiful home, and all of those things are right. Maybe, maybe it was my there. form of rebellion. you right. Maybe my adolescent rebellion what, against. And here's the thing: that. they allowed you to the space to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. weren't going. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, they did, oh, but okay. they weren't forcing. You know, mm. they weren't. You know, they, I they was would forced. <laughs> Oh my gosh, look at your hair. You're going to go to school with your hair like that? Oh mm. my gosh, look at your... Mm-hmm. What are they going to think? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, see, what I got was like uh, like an eye roll. Okay, you know, so it was more or subtle. Like a, <laughs> yeah, or, or, or like a, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, okay, all right. You know, that kind of... Yeah, so yeah. I think it's so funny because we're kind of going off slightly on a tangent here, but, you know, one of the first... When I first heard Toast sing live... She was um, opening for a concert that I was a part of, and uh, I was impressed with, well, I was impressed with her musical ability, for sure. Uh, But when she showed up at the gig, so here she is performing on a stage in a ballroom in a hotel, and she has on a T-shirt and jeans. And the T-shirt... It's like just a T-shirt. Like maybe she got it from, maybe it was like from, I don't know, like the fun run. (laughs) No, it wasn't that kind of, it wasn't like a garage sale. No, not a garage sale, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like say, you know how some people have that casual stage look, but it'll be, it might be like, like, okay, like Keith Urban. Right, he has a casual stage look. Right, right. So he ha- he has a t shirt that is kind of fitted. Mm-hmm. That he- that's his style, right? Right, right. But in other shirt- words, what you're saying is, <laughs> when I showed up, I had no style. <laughs> you were just very. I just had clothing. You no were just, style. You were just very casual. And to your point of saying, "Hey, people who dress up, they're all acting like you know whatever," right? That was your frame of mind at the time. I would say yes. yes. Right? And yeah. so you just came like as if you had done errands. That's who you are. <laughs> right. You're going to wear... I mean, you're not hurt, are you? We no, talked I'm about not this, hurt. Right? I'm okay. just laughing at I myself. I just want to make sure. Okay. <laughs> so 
Oh my god! So, but I was impressed because, and here I am in like a gown for this thing, and flowers in my hair. And now, granted, I'm a femme. Toast is a self-proclaimed dyke. So, you know. But, anyways, I was impressed at the fact, like, wow, she's just being herself. That's how I. That's how I saw you. I'm like, you don't have to try, and and I'm like, and look at all the work I like. I felt like I had to, you know, I, I, that's just, yeah, yeah. you know, my paradigm, right? I, what dress am I going to wear for this thing? And what are, you know, all this stuff, what mm-hmm. songs am I singing? And so the outfit should look, how should the outfit look? Where you just wore what you wore and you got up on stage and you just sang a bunch of songs, right? Right. right. So I loved that. But the funny, and I'm so glad that you did. I did. And then the funny thing is that I remember as we, as Toast and I started doing music together. After that. Then when it comes time for our gig. Then. I'm like, Toast, I'm like you have to wear. Like <laughs> eyeliner is going on my eyes and mascara is going on my eyelashes. And I have a little rouge going on. I know. See, and now yeah, when I look yeah. at that, when I. But we're all growing, right? right? So now when I look back at that, mm-hmm. I would never have asked you to do that. Really? Yeah. See, because you don't so do that. Funny. Now if we do something, we're not. I'm not there putting your makeup on. No, but you know what? I would. It, because now, here's the thing. I think that contrasting the way um, I relate to this idea of authenticity and appropriateness now... <laughs> are you still cracking up about me wearing No, I thought, I thought about your death. I thought about your dad because, okay. can I just say this point? Okay, then, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not really a point, but this thought, because I remember Toast's dad, <laughs> once we started doing gigs together, I think he was a little excited that sh- she was doing gigs with me because he felt like, oh, Sienna's going to have it down. She's going to take care of Toast and get Toast dressed up. <laughs> You know, like, okay, good. Sienna's going to take care of that. So our daughter is going to, you know, oh look gosh. a certain... And I remember one time you were telling him about a gig. Okay. And he goes, oh, who's who's putting the makeup on? <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't. But he I said, can... Who's he, doing can the I, makeup? I can imagine that happening very easily. Oh, who's my gosh. doing the makeup? Oh so, sorry, I just gosh. had to interrupt that because I thought it was so funny. It is funny. Um, anyways, did you have a... You were mentioning something about that, or should we just move well, okay. on? Okay, so what I was going to say was that um, contrary to what you may assume, that, oh, of course, Toast doesn't wear makeup, so of course she, she that's off the table if we do a show or a gig. What I'm saying is that actually, I think for me right now, like, it depends what the show is. You know, if it's for a black tie event mm-hmm. where... It is appropriate f- for the the atmosphere that is intended for this event. Then, then I would, you know, wear some makeup because to me, it's appropriate to honor the event itself and honor the atmosphere that is trying to be created for that event. I think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like if we so if we were hired to perform there, you mean? Right, right, yeah, right. Yes, if it's yes. our if it's our job to add to the atmosphere mm-hmm. of a high class right. black tie event, then it's our job to to be to present ourselves in an, a way that's appropriate for that, mm-hmm. and and making that choice 
falls within uh, the larger definition of authenticity because an authentic value for for me is to contribute to the greater good mm-hmm. right and in that in that kind of case right. it's like okay i i'm I am being appropriate, which is which is authentic. <laughs> so right. anyway, yeah. So we have to. So really, the bottom line is to that we can do both. Yes, we can both be find that beautiful space in the middle of being our most authentic selves that we know to be, mm-hmm. while measuring that with the appropriateness of the situation. We can find that yes. nice beautiful space in between and I think that you know why it's important is that people I think it's we we wanted to cover this and kind of just put our thoughts out there about this because especially in our current climate and where, where authenticity is like placed on such a pedestal I think it's easy to be really hard on yourself if you feel you're not being authentic a thousand percent. For right. example, if you're in the closet, right? right, Or if you're working at a job that you're like, oh, you know, like I want to move on. I want to do something different. I want it. And for some reason, you're not making that jump and choice right this moment. Right. You might feel like, oh, I'm just not being authentic to myself. I can't, I'm not, you know, I'm not being my true self. And especially with the closeted and closet. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're beating, if you're beating yourself up about that, if you're down on yourself because you think, oh, I'm, I can't, why can't I be authentic? We just want to be um, a voice of balance to remind you that it's not all about authenticity. I think one of our, because one of our core values is harmony, it's about balance. It's about taking two seemingly opposing things, right? Like in music, two, two different notes. But when you have both of them together, that's what creates more beauty. The and synergy of that. Yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. synergy. Mm-hmm. And I think living in the tension and living in the balance of those two seemingly opposing energies um, is the art of life. And, and so it's not about like being authentic a hundred percent at all costs is not success. Right. I think what success is, is knowing who you are and what you want and where you want your life to go while you simultaneously consider the ramifications, the consequences, the the other parts of your life, which are by nature inherently inherently like you're intertwined with other people and the relationships. Like you're responsible for you are responsible probably for for other people in your life, whether they're your children or your partner or your family, you know, other family members. And I think it's good to, and it's admirable and appropriate. And wise to consider your right. actions and the consequences, right? Not just for yourself, but for other people too. And to recognize that that's part of your values too. Right. And, and that is an authentic expression of your values as well. Yeah. That's kind of like the, 
that's kind of like the time your dad folks, they, they're just all over this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Tosa and I did a mini tour in Hawaii many years back, and we were on the front page of the lifestyle and uh, music section of the newspaper, beautiful full color picture. And, but in it, it was written by a more, I guess, a progressive writer. What is that safe to say? Yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah. And um, you know, there was gay all over it and I don't think I don't <laughs> well, think when you say lesbian, that I think it was. I think was the, it I think the writer used the word lesbian a okay. lot, used the word gay a lot. And okay. It's you know what? I mean, this was a while ago and this is a small hometown newspaper, so I right. think honestly like there was a bit of sensationalizing and fixating on getting our, a rise our, uh, yeah, yeah, our yeah. sexual orientation so, as if that you know, as if that's like super important to our music. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so in that, in that way, he was perhaps not that appropriate. Right. (laughs) Right. But I remember your parents knowing that we were coming and after that article was out, they were like, okay, you guys are coming, but, um, can you guys just tone it down? And I remember my initial reaction. I was like, what? How can they tell us to tone it down? And that's coming from my wounds. If you listen to the other podcast we did on relationship buttons, that's coming from my wounds of, you know, already feeling like I grew up in such a box of having to be appropriate, having to be appropriate. So it pushed that button initially. But here's the thing. We didn't even have to tone it down because for us, being authentic is not being authentic is not showing. We're, I think okay. I think what you're trying to say is that we are not. We're huge, not PDA people. Yeah, we're not huge PDA people. And maybe and maybe. So there was nothing to tone down, basically. Right. So it didn't compromise their request. Did not compromise our authenticity in any way. Right. And so it was. Um, but if we were PDA people, I would have been okay. Uh, toning it down, toning it down to help bring and be just to be more appropriate to contribute to harmony and harmonious in relations. our visit for just three darn days. Right. I can do that. Right. Right. So, but that's a situation where you balance. Okay. Well, and, the, but, the, but for us, it was easy. That one was an easy one. Right. You know? And I have to say too, I think, I mean, every situation and every individual is different. Like we're not saying that the right choice in all situations is, is to give into appropriateness. Right. We are not saying that. <laughs> so police, we're really just saying, you know, it's not a hundred percent authenticity or nothing. There is a balance and the balance includes consideration sometimes depending on your situation, mm-hmm. of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Right. And you folks and we all have that choice. And authenticity is something that we are pursuing all the time because we're always changing. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it. You know, mm-hmm. No matter who you think you are now, you can change. And that's, that's a right. wonderful, empowering thing to remember. Mm-hmm. You know, From a day-to-day standpoint, Everyone's working on their authenticity. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that. So this gives them a little more, this gives you guys, it gives us a little more leeway here. It's a big, it's a big pat on the back. It's a big high five. It's yes. a big handshake. And yes. it's a big bow. And of the emoji. Admiration. It's the, it's the emoji it's, with the star it's, eyes. 
Oh, is that what that is? I love that one. Oh, I think that one's kind of like, okay. I don't think he's that new, one's underused, but huh? he, it's, it's very underused. I thought you were going to say it was the prayer hands emoji of like, oh, you know, sorry, we respect, we, we want to just give, can use give respect. Too. Star eyes and prayer hands. All right. So until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast telling you to love life, live free. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.